So, Lise. <laughs> yes, Glazzy. When I was ripping open the envelope and I said, you read it, because I didn't know what it was. I was starting the timer yeah. for five minutes. What were you thinking? I was thinking, okay. Yeah, me too. Now I want to listen to them. Yeah, have a listen to this. Check one, two, two. An envelope contains the music topic to discuss. There's five minutes on the clock to fill. And there's no time to prep. This is Banter with Clairzy and Lisa. Are you ready, Lise? Yeah. I'm going to get my little timer here. It is. Can you read it for me? The Clash. The Clash. Five minutes on The Clash. What a band. Should I stay or should I go now? You should stay because we can talk about it together because we both love The Clash. Love that song so much. It is a beauty, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, combat rock. Yeah, I mean, rock the Casbah, obviously. Yeah. It's a ripper. That was, a really, that was sort of like a really commercial um, hit for a punk band, really, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But should I stay or should I go? Oh, that used to do things to me. Still does, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you think about the players, the members of the band who we, uh, you know, have done so much, and we've lost, um, we've lost, we've lost Joe Strummer, of course, mm. but um, Mick Jones was one of those blokes who went on to Big Audio Dynamite, um, a real innovator, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and a guy with, you know, they, they all had this great punk kind of attitude to things. They didn't, they wanted to, you know, but, songs like Know Your Rights. They wanted to, um, you know, make a stand, and their lyrics meant something. I feel like they were proper, you know. Punks. The, the emphasis mm. wasn't on the just the looking like punks and acting yeah. like punks. Yeah. The, the emphasis was on the music, the musicianship. But yeah. they definitely were. Yeah, punk. Yeah, the Clash and the Jam. Yeah, they were your bands. Yeah, yeah, because you had the Pistols who made so much, got so much attention, but the musicianship was noticeable when you had you know Sid rolled up and he couldn't play at all. Sid was Sid couldn't play an instrument, yeah. and he. I mean, we're not doing the Sex Pistols, but it, yeah, of course, it's yeah. taken that turn. Sid could not play an instrument, and he was only in the band for about seven or eight months. Yeah, we'll just give Let's, you the we'll and give yet, you, the bass. you know his legacy. You would think that he was uh, the lead of the Sex Pistols for twelve years. Yeah, yeah. well, they were only around for about two. Yeah, yeah. The band, the whole band. Yeah. Interesting I, time. But then very it interesting did time. parlay into the likes of yeah. Joe yeah. Strummer. Joe Strummer. Um, yeah, there's a there's a documentary out there about Joe Strummer's very life, which good is documentary. very similar to uh, Moon Age Day- Daydream, the David yeah. Bowie one, because it's not just a really straightforward uh, question and interview type situation with various people. I can't, it's quite, um, I can't think of the name of it. I can see the cover uh, of the yeah, DVD, sure but I can't it, think of the name. A couple of months ago, but it's actually quite creative the way they've done it. It's um, yeah, yeah, It's got a lot more to it than just the basic interviews and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I can't – I. I as much as I like, I said I love mm. their songs that I know. Yeah. I don't know a lot about the Clash. Yeah, I wish I'd gotten to see them live just to hear that because they had been the, good. they had so many blends going in. Because at times they almost uh, they could sound a bit reggae, they could sound a bit ska, but the, yeah. at the uh, end of the day. It was uh, fairly commercial punk to a large degree as far as the singles that made the charts were yeah. concerned. If they'd been around in the 90s, they would have had a Blur versus Oasis type of uh, <laughs> yeah. thing going on yeah, with them and following. the jam. Yeah. You know, yeah. not they probably wouldn't have, but the media would have <laughs> imposed yeah. it upon them. Yeah. And we had, um, you know, the great personalities in the band. We lost, um, you know, Joe Strummer, of mm-hmm. course, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Mick Jones continues on, who always looked like the, he always looked like he was sort of a, a bit sick. He was one of the pale, little, scorny kind of blokes. One of those and kind of blokes, and Paul, a, Paul Simeon as well. He has a very interesting voice. Yeah. Which comes through in Big Audio Dynamite. Big Audio Dynamite. Yeah. There are some amazing songs. Yeah. So The Clash gave rise to that. Yeah. yeah. 
Do you have a favourite Clash song? Oh, look, I think some of the um, – we played a couple on the radio in recent times. I mean, the commercial hits I, I always loved. And I think Should I Stay or Should I Go is probably my yeah, favourite Clash yeah. song of all time. Yeah. Um, there have been a, been a few gems over the years. Uh, oh, there you, is one that we played recently. Yeah, what was that and song? I, and I said, gosh, we don't play yeah, this very yeah, well. The yeah. tra- Train to tra- – Training, the, training tra- – uh, that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We need to, not we need the to last trade to Clarkson. No, no. But <laughs> uh, or, or to Clarksville. Or to Clarksville. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, I oh, know, I, waiting I can't in vain? Think. What was it well, called? Anyway, it's anyway, good. that song. Uh, it's not. It's not Rock the Casbah. Yep. Uh, you got to admire a drummer whose name everyone calls him Topper. Topper. Topper Hayden. He was the uh, the drummer in the Clash. Why Topper? Oh, I'm not really sure. Maybe you wouldn't call your kid Topper by choice, no, would you? No, well, I take it, it was a nickname. <laughs> Maybe he always tried to top your stories. Oh, yeah, quite. If possibly. you had a story, his was bigger. Yeah, bigger. maybe. Yeah, they had. He was um, a one upper. He was a topper. Clash fans were really. Or maybe it was something no, really rude, those. and maybe I should stop talking. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's <laughs> advisable. Um, really loyal fans who would follow them everywhere. Oh, for across, sure, especially across the UK. But they actually broke through in America too, which for punk bands was. Did they really? The English punks, yeah. Okay, yeah that's they, unusual because they got some most, traction there. Yeah. Yeah. Like Australian bands, a lot of English bands yeah. that weren't, you know, big rock numbers, yeah, yeah. that weren't The Who, that weren't Led Zeppelin. Or the new, the new Romantics managed to do that because yeah. um, Spandau and even more so Duran Duran made a real inroads into America. But quite often yeah. bands would uh, – they go and the have college a... campus scene, they loved those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, especially if you're slightly alternative and, mm, of course, mm. um, when you're talking about a band like The Clash, they, they, were, they fitted the bill beautifully because mm-hmm. you know, the college kids love that kind of stuff. Just like they did with the Aussies. I always got the feeling the members of the Clash were those kind of people that didn't suffer fools. Yeah, no doubt. So yeah. uh, it would what would it, they would have been one of those? Um, oh, nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fools. Oh, what Banter a time is over. Good on you, Clash. Ninety six FM. Clancy and Lisa.